0: Do you know you've interrupted a three year study of the Chernobyl earthworm? Yeah, you're the worm guy, right? The radioactive contamination in that area has mutated the earthworm's DNA. You know what that means? No, but I got a feeling I'm about to find out. It means that because of a man-made accident, the Chernobyl earthworms are now 17% larger than
1: they were before. 17%, huh? Sounds pretty big. They're enormous. You by name. Yeah, yeah.
2: This is Filmsack. Oh, sure. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Film Sack. This is Film Sack, episode 417, Minding the Very Depths of Film Entertainment for All Mankind. I'm Scott Johnson, joined today by Brian. He always hypnotizes people with a French lighter done away. Look at it. Oh, hell hi. This week on Film Sack,
0: Godzilla is coming to America. And not just any Godzilla, but a giant lizardzilla mutated by a nuke dropping French. Wee oui, wee oui, poo poo. And just look at the chin on this Gojira. So big. <laughs> so strong. So pregnant. Mm. So full of eggs. Nature finds a way indeed. It probably shouldn't, but it really does insist. Now, excuse me while I go brew a cup of the most disappointing coffee ever, according to
2: the French. And hey, nature,
0: stop being a dick.
2: Gojira. <laughs> Go, Because <laughs> all the rain? Is that what? That was your Go, problem there at the Jira.
1: end? So much rain. Yeah, there a lot. So of rain.
0: much. No, because every time, every time we try to stretch our little wings a little bit, oh, you I know, see. we drop a couple of nukes or we, you know, create some kind of global <laughs> catastrophe. Nature wants to be a dick.
2: Yeah. Well, in movies, but yeah, well, you're right. In in real life, real I life. should say, in it real life, different yeah. kind of yeah. problem. I was I was projecting. We're the dicks. Yeah, we're the I dicks. was projecting. <laughs> yeah. Well done. (laughs) Also with us, Randy, real-life Kent Brockman is a perv Jordan.
3: Aloha, Scott, Brian, Brian. Hi, Randy. I'm coming to you live from the heart of the city, where fantastic events have occurred these last seven hours, unless you've seen Jurassic Park. A great creature appears to have arisen from the sea after traveling here from French Polynesia at two to three times the speed of sound, and then deposited... Ten times its own body weight in eggs in Madison Square Garden over the course of a few
4: minutes.
3: (laughs) The process somehow made the creature even bigger when you see it compared to buildings, but not so big when you see it compared to people. Authorities tell me not to worry as this one appears to have fallen in love with a local scientist who appears to have fallen in love with his ex-girlfriend who appears to have fallen in love with creating the sort of mischief that will surely bring down the beast. We now return you to your regularly scheduled program because we haven't yet invented smartphones.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> smartphones would have been really helpful in lots of places in this yeah. movie. They had cell phones. 1998, but 98 baby. Need some photo and video action, man. Uh, nicely done. Also, and finally, Brian, we hired only Simpsons and Melrose Place actors, Ibit.
1: Oh, yes, you got the Melrose Place side connection there, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and coincidentally, yeah, I mean, believe it or not, I can't explain why, but I actually own the DVD of this movie. And uh, in addition to the full-length Puff Daddy video for the song that's uh, on the soundtrack, <laughs> right. uh, it also comes with some bonus scenes, one of which I will play for you now. Let me get my DVD player hooked up here. All right, hit play. Okay, here we go. Uh, Mr. Burnsides, there appears to be a problem in Sector 7. What is it, smothers? <laughs> can you see I'm busy? Uh, there seems to be a giant nuclear lizard attacking Manhattan, and several of the townspeople are seeking refuge in their bunkers. What? Release the hounds. <laughs> uh, no need to do that, Mr. Burnsides. This is Joe, the bartender. Listen, a few of us <laughs> have this idea that if we can lure the monster into a major sporting arena, we can take it out from there. Oh, and what will you use to attract said monster? Ah, uh, we were thinking donuts. Yes, I can supply a large case of donuts <laughs> to attract the monster to the stadium. Thank you. Come again. I'm racist. <laughs> that is correct. Uh, I, Professor Frank, can lure the giant attacking reptilia lacertilia, into the stadium where it will have many babies and the fish and the basketball wren and the flavin. Well, it sounds like we've heard from just about everybody. Thank goodness. Oh, except one more person. Worst set of impressions ever. <laughs> <laughs> pretty good.
0: A pretty good impression of an, uh, Azaria doing impression.
1: So <laughs> That's it good. A Zari impression. I think one of them might yeah. have been a Harry Scher, uh Harry Sher. I thought one of them was uh, Bullwinkle. Yeah, I know, I know. My right. Mr. Burns, it's funny you say that because as I was practicing this a few times before the call, right. I was thinking, shit, my, my Mr. Burns is starting to evolve into a Bullwinkle. Nothing I regularly get
3: that. I, I okay. tap my fingers together at work and I say, excellent. Oh, <laughs> oh, right. People tell me, why, why, why are you doing Bullwinkle yeah, there? Right. With the <laughs> hey
1: Smithers, watch me pull a rabbit out of my hat. <laughs> Nothing oh, not up never works. <laughs>
2: all right let me describing a a Hmm. cartoon i would watch on fox um all right so uh, did you guys catch the third major uh simpsons voice character actor in the movie oh i did nancy cartwright nancy Cartwright, indeed she was the uh secretary to harry Shearer, only briefly the one that said i think i found your story and pointed outside that's a voice of bart simpson and various other characters in the in The Simpsons, but she, I captured it. so We'll hear it later. But yeah, she, uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I why she's in it is just uh, um, uh, to hey, me. This was, yeah,
0: right. This was 1998, so I, I, I remember there was a big. I think around 98 was when they had the big uh, when all the voice actors really pushed hard for a for for they more were money for
1: a raise. Yeah, because they yeah, were, yeah, they were like, oh, we'll, t- we'll start taking uh, movie roles. Look, Hank Azaria had done what the uh, the Birdcage by then, yeah, and right. uh, Mad About You, and
2: Birdcage may have been the same year. Was it? In was 98? it the same Something year like as Godzilla? Yeah. That was an amazing role. So yeah. this, this was a little bit of rebellion
0: from the voice actors on Simpsons. So uh, I like that. May- I thought maybe. it was fun.
2: I don't know, but it's just odd. But fine. It's fine. Um, I liked I liked hearing them. And that's about the best part of the film, maybe. So
0: mm-hmm. uh, Matthew Broderick, was it the best part of the well, film? Well, all right. It it was... Well, we'll Yeah, get into I'm going to
3: give it. I, I got to give that to... The setup for his character, the Chernobyl slash Hawaii st- stuff, yeah. I thought was the best part.
2: Yeah, <laughs> maybe. I mean, he wasn't there very long, and he has a weird vibrato, which again we'll play later when we do clips. But uh, God but doesn't z- he
0: do it so well though? I mean, does he? He was he was just so himself in this movie. I d- I would have never put. His character in with a Godzilla movie, so
1: no, yeah, me no, neither. No, I wouldn't put like two thirds of these characters in with a Godzilla movie. <laughs> no, no, but Godzilla, I think, the- was the only character I would have maybe put in a Godzilla movie, and right. even that's on the edge because he's not really Godzilla. No, he's just right. an irradiated lizard. It's
2: not the same. Yeah. Okay, of course, get I would have
0: on- never put Will Smith in a in a in a in a suit to punch an alien either. So I mean,
2: yeah, and welcome to the same director writers. Like, yeah, they make yeah. a lot of bad decisions in their lives so <laughs> godzilla a unique decision it's, uh, a little bit of both column a and b uh godzilla 1998 godzilla that's the movie uh, we're talking a pre-matrix era here that's 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 the era we're in for our action right. uh thing and, and also we're post,
0: post jurassic park and right in the middle of taco bell spending more money than I don't know, it, just about anybody at this point in time on marketing. Just yeah, easy amounts of
1: money. Oh, yeah. right. They had the um, they had the we license, Taco Bell. Yeah, yeah, they did because that's right. The little uh, chihuahuas in the uh, like they had commercials lizard, with the lizard, godzilla. Lizard. That's right. <laughs> 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 How do you remember that? That's hilarious. I completely <laughs> forgot that. But yes, right, Taco Bell in their godzilla commercials. Did they have um. I mean, they don't have kid uh, kids' meals with toys, so I guess they didn't have no, that. They no, no, they had the they, the cups. They had contests.
0: Yeah, they yes. had they had contests, so you could you could head to Taco Bell, grab you a Baja Blast, peel, it, peel the sticker, to see if you could win a trip to New York. I remember all this oh, stuff. Oh come because-
1: on, Baja Blast was not around when Godzilla. No, it was something else. But it, it <laughs> may I mean, have think Code Red was, was around Dew. when it not- was like Mountain right, Dew. It was
0: Right around the corner, though. It was
1: it's right probably it's
2: probably Mountain Dew, but also I just remember those cups, like they were the big yes. dumb yes. green yeah, logo, yes. that freaking i don't know
1: i think i've got one of those really it's a slurpee i think i've got a godzilla slurpee cup upstairs somewhere. that's great that's great you should have one
2: everyone should have one
1: everyone should have one Uh, nobody should have one i mean this is a this is a movie where
2: uh there's very little care taken to continue uh godzilla for what it was or is and instead just say hey what if it's none of that what if it's just this mindless lizard that Mm -hmm. we created because we nuked a thing we did a nuke test and now there's a giant we didn't do it the french did it get it right well all right the french did it and then the only real reference to the
1: godzilla legacy is just naming it that that's it right and naming it and even doing the the gojira Mm -hmm. and then the translation and the i mean they you know that's the only part of this they get right and apparently according to the trivia The 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 company that made the original Godzilla movies gave Roland Emmerich a a dossier of what they could and could not do with Godzilla's character.
3: (laughs) There's so much online about what Toho had to say about this movie that it can't all be true. Some of it has to be, (laughs) you know, Sylvester Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger kind of rumor that people made up.
4: Right? There's just so much. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. I,
3: how 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 could maybe <coughs> so you don't think he's he
0: was sitting around brooding all the way up? It's like oh, argh. hey, I'm a I'm a big Godzilla fan, but yeah. uh, and and people hold uh, these movies in high reverence, but you got to remember, it's Godzilla, it's a man in a suit. Come on, well, uh, I mean, I, I'm, I, I'm I, I love at, Godzilla.
3: What I'm getting at is, there's no way that Toho really exerted much control on this thing if they okay. if they gave the license to freaking Roland Emmerich and Dean Devlin mm-hmm. They they already clearly don't give a shit about their property, but
0: they but they <laughs> saw, they didn't really sell it to them, did they? I thought they kind of gave it to TriStar and they trusted TriStar and TriStar said, "Watch this." Well, according and, uh, <laughs> according
2: to the director, uh, Roland Emmerich says, "Look, I don't even care for this. I don't like Godzilla as it is. So yeah, unless you let me do what point. I want, then I don't mm-hmm. I don't want I this hate project." That he said
0: that, yeah, no, yeah. That.
2: So that he did his he did what he wanted, which was to make a I think a kind of generic giant lizard movie mm-hmm. and for me tonally it's not so much that like i really like the 2013 or 2014 whatever it is uh, yeah reboot yeah. and i'm looking forward to the next one
1: part of the uh what do they call it the universal giant monsters universe or something yeah <laughs> yeah
2: it's awesome like it's a good <laughs> yes. it's a good interpretation of what made that great the monster looks like freaking godzilla or god gozira
0: Go, Gojira, Gojira. Gojira. Gojira.
2: Uh, it is, it, yeah, I agree with
0: you. It's, it's, uh, they are definitely heading in the right direction, and this feels like what it should feel like. But I'm also down with this. I feel like this is almost like an homage to the, to the monster movies and disaster movies of like you know the the 50s and even some of the 70s stuff.
3: And but it's, but no, it's not. But it's not Godzilla. It's, it's just it's just roland emmerich making a movie in the time that he's making the movie like it's so similar to armageddon and deep impact and jurassic park and and it's like there's absolutely nothing new in the movie you know like (laughs) you would you would think he could have had an homage to older more interesting things but he doesn't there's nothing yeah i mean so Here's the thing, like would there
1: uh, the, the options are do a monster movie that is not called Godzilla and just have it be this and have it be you know all the things that you're kind of seeing in this film, or do you call it Godzilla and then have these requirements like, well, okay, we can't right. kill the monster at the end, right And we can't, you know, it has to act like this or look somewhat like this or breathe fire or whatever. This this guy. Oh, I remember Godzilla breathing smoke. I never God, remember breathing. Smoke. I
3: remember Godzilla having all sorts of awesome, different breath weapons, yeah. depending on the time frame and the movie and the or the TV show. <laughs> there was a Godzilla weapons. TV show that I God's loved okay. very very much. <laughs> and Godzilla, Godzilla, when you kind of like sum it all up over decades, has a powerful breath weapon. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah except in this movie for some I, reason I thought you it was always he i thought it did was have, always he had
0: a breath weapon well, no, it was uh, it was full of it was full of I uh, know it was full of fish Every oh, time right. he went
2: <laughs> I was like fish come fish chunks come flying out yeah oh. that was gross uh but they but the yeah, the fire thing. I don't remember Godzilla ever doing fire. He may have had other various weapons. Yeah, mostly. like
0: lasers and different things. If you go back to the history of Godzilla, yeah, he, he would use lasers. Have kind you of, yeah.
1: you're thinking of Mecha Godzilla with the lasers? Well, right?
2: it, it was
0: it wasn't necessarily laser. It was more like a red beam almost. Uh, if you go back and <laughs> watch, Mecha Godzilla also did. He yeah, you're you right. But no, Godzilla also had like I a. I don't
1: remember. Was the, was that out of his mouth or out of his eyes?
0: Well, his his uh, his his. his Reptilian uh, scales on the back of his, you know, there's little fins or whatever they call them. What do yeah. they call those on reptiles that are? Uh,
1: uh, reptiles?
0: They would glow, and oh. he would ha-
2: he would you know suck oh, in yeah. energy. And like,
1: right, right, right. <laughs> yes. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. I found okay, it. So uh, it says it? besides traditional glasses or ca- wait, hold on. Who is Godzilla? What is a laser?
1: <laughs> 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 what is a laser? What is a laser?
2: Uh, it's continuous, uh, consistent imaging with some. Uh, Boy, the, the the internet sometimes is just such a letdown. Well, that's
0: what I'm saying. There's yeah. so much. There's so much Godzilla and so much history. That's the reason why I wasn't too disappointed that we got
3: uh, a different interpretation. Who cares? There's so got, many Godzillas. It we, is fine. We got, we got Roland Emmerich and Dean Devlin just doing their own thing, and it's just not. They're just not as into it as anybody would really like them to be that's the part I hated the most that they just kind of, they thought the original Godzilla was
0: lame and they wanted to create a, a monster movie of sorts. And they made that and it, <laughs> it, it was not honoring of Godzilla. However, hey, mm. you know it's just, it's just a 1998 movie that was and mostly, you know, mostly sponsored by Taco Bell.
3: Yeah. And <laughs> you know what it, it had, like I say, it had, um, Matthew Broderick, who was always fun, Mm -hmm. always seemed to be having fun, and you can't you can't go completely wrong with that sort of thing, you know, with with a- accessing the part of my brain that thinks Ferris Bueller's Day Off is the greatest movie ever made. Uh, you can't you can't go totally wrong. I'm you're you're going to keep me for the whole movie, at least unless yeah. you unless you kill Broderick.
2: I mean, there's some there's some fun to be had and they and they do play it pretty light. This this catastrophe that's killing people just by it walking randomly through town is sure making everybody just crack a lot of jokes and act like nothing's no big deal. Like Mm -hmm. it's really a light disaster in terms of impact, which is is. interesting because like his day, day after tomorrow, or what was that movie? Day after? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. yeah, The day 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 after. After After Day after tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Is that right? That doesn't sound right. Yeah. The the day after Mm -hmm. tomorrow, 2004. Okay. Yeah. That movie like takes the Dennis Quaid, it takes it seriously. It's like, Oh, what, what, what would be the, the impact of this problem? And, you know they they don't just goof around this just goofs around and it's okay to goof around i don't it's not a problem i guess that i have with you know a movie but in this particular case it just felt like there was no stakes like nothing oh, really bad was going to happen oh absolutely not
0: because the story is old is we know where it's got to go right i mean there's no there's no really no twist or turns and i mean this movie never stood a chance coming out in 1998 just you know however many years after Jurassic Park I mean it was it was it was destined to be compared to everything around it it didn't have a
2: chance yeah mm-hmm. um, it I mean it made a bunch of money but it didn't make quite enough oh, yeah. to to well it did make enough to get sequel consideration but they didn't do it and there's a big story as to why and I don't want to get into it but right they but were supposed to do, do a it
1: Godzilla quote-unquote reboot you kind of have to waste the first movie on. Godzilla gets on
3: land and makes a bunch of um, like a big mess and then leaves. Yeah, (laughs) they didn't scare it away. (laughs) That's that's another thing. This this is the prime territory for making two movies into one movie, Mm -hmm. where they could have, uh, they could have. Well, I mean, I for my money, they would have spent more time establishing Mm -hmm. the establishing part of the film was the best part of the film. The first. I don't know, 20 minutes, the, 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 the
1: origin movie. story, the, the yeah. sad lizards looking, watching the nuclear cloud and then oh, looking oh, over going like, Oh, oh what's the, that?
3: The <laughs> first two minutes, the first two yeah. minutes were actually really interesting and, and felt like they were made by someone else. So like, like there was a second director who set out to make the first two minutes. Yeah. Uh, that yeah, that it, person, was really good yeah and that's a and
0: that was and that was probably more godzilla than anything else that was done in this movie because that's also something they did that that opening montage of of clips and things is what they i think they really did in the in the more recent one as well didn't they
2: yeah they they take great care to do that because like especially in the early japanese stuff there the whole metaphor of the monster is you know is post nuke world and 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 who better to know what that feels like than the isle of japan
3: so So, so i just i just wanted to say uh, this movie that we watched is like 107 hours long and (laughs) it's important it's important that if you're gonna have this long film that you tell a lot of stories Mm -hmm. and like we i I think we learned this before this movie came out that you could have a movie like titanic which was ostensibly about the sinking of the titanic but was really a just a love story set against the backdrop of the sinking of the titanic and this movie could have told some story it could have done anything with the love story here it's it's interesting i think a lot of people can identify with one or the other character who kind of lost touch and still uh want to fall in love and see what happens Mm -hmm. and like it doesn't at all it's like it's like we're in hour three of the film and it's still Mm -hmm. plotting along about where's this building sized living breathing creature in a city like that's some sort of huge mystery you know and and like i just i i I don't understand what we did with all that time well
2: the 11 uh, the the creature got a total of 11 minutes on screen um somebody went and calculated that right right, so he didn't he didn't have a whole lot of uh uh, screen time it was it was a lot it was often his taint that we were looking at you know what i kind
1: of wanted to do was uh is work with you scott on capturing out the scene (laughs) where he walks over uh, Hank Azaria with the camera he looks up, and I wanted to capture that that yeah. moment out, and then do a pixelation, <laughs> have it pixelated when he looks up, yeah. just to see, how he used yeah. to have that little yeah, big old
3: gun, gun and, retain, yeah. unnecessary sensory. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Exactly, yes, mm-hmm. perfect perfect use of that. So so there was there was a
0: effect. time during the the mid nineties and and a little further in that that every summer. Uh, we expected a popcorn thriller, right? And this this right. came out May twentieth. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: Every and summer so there it... were multiples of them. You know, yeah, like you yeah. remember yeah. when Deep Impact and Armageddon came out at the same. Time.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, and who was better at that than Roland Emmerich? I mean, because it. Mm-hmm. I knew I always knew going
3: into these films. Uh, Jerry Bruckheimer, yeah. Michael Bay. <laughs> yeah, hold
1: <on>. but <laughs> yeah, even Steven Spielberg, <laughs> whoever.
3: <laughs> yeah, but, sure. but... Yeah. who's who's fourth or fifth
2: best? Okay, go ahead
1: yeah that's why i feel like this this felt like his first this felt like his first attempt at a monster movie because it seemed very uh sophomore sophomore. like i'm experimenting with okay let's you know instead of having a monster movie i actually don't like the fact that they felt like they had to do well the monster is kind of a side story really the relationship of matthew broderick and a unknown nineties woman who I thought oh. who I thought we'd seen in a bunch of stuff, but now I can't think of yeah. what else I've Maria seen. Rhea is that her name? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Household yeah. name, right there. Yes. Right. Um. Yeah, like they put the relationship as the A story, and really Godzilla is the B story. Yeah, he's not only well, the, the kids, B story. The kids he... are kind of the A story. Yeah, <laughs> the Godzilla kids. Yeah, yeah, no,
2: they kind of are. And also, oh, I have so many questions about. There's some plot holes, some problems what? that this movie yes. made. Yes, 20. and I'll give you the. I'll give, you, I'll give you a little bit of that. Well, you know what? Before that, let me give you a little bit of trivia so I can get these out of the way. So, they were all under contract, including Patillo, Broderick, and Jean Renault. Jean Renault. Jean Renault. The professional. Is fantastic. I love yeah. him. I don't care what he does. I love that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they were each under contract for a total of three Godzilla films. First installment earned $379 million during its theatrical run. That ensured a sequel would at least be considered by TriStar. Uh, they own the rights to the franchise. Um, they called on Centropo- Centranopolis or whatever to begin pre- to begin pre production work on a sequel, which is tentatively named Godzilla 2. Pretty creative. Uh, <laughs> Keen- I do
1: like the irony of you calling it calling Centropolis Centronopolis about a movie where they keep getting Matthew <laughs> Broderick's <laughs> weird Greek oh, yeah, name wrong. Yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, his his
0: character's name too. I noticed this the the visualist uh, the visual effects guy that that was yeah. his real name, right?
1: Uh, yes, was it? And, yeah, Ttopolis. Yeah, and, and, and topless is the guy. He was he was uh, the third judge on the face-off. Reality. Oh, no way. Really? Yeah.
2: I didn't watch that, but that's that's actually so kind of cool. Not
1: the Lord of the Rings lady, not the weird uh, gothy long haired dude, but the uh, cool French guy. Well, I guess he was, he was a frequent fourth fourth. Uh, person that they
2: would bring in oh, anyway, i'm yeah. sorry please, please continue sir. all right no no it's fine um uh what was i gonna say uh, you're talking oh, about oh, centropolis oh. so they were gonna call this movie godzilla 2 it didn't happen there was no enthusiasm to move forward apparently so the the franchise just sort of let, uh, allowed to expire but here's the thing i have the perfect way to fix this movie even now they could do this now with an edit and you're done don't call it well call it godzilla mm-hmm. if you want but call it Godzilla because the only reason you do that is because the Chinese or the excuse me the Japanese old man who gets who loves a, a, a lighter, <laughs> apparently, <laughs> and will start talking no matter what. Gojira. I feel like he was being threatened with that lighter. I don't know what that was about. Right. But, like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> really yes. weird. But when Jean Renault is shown him the lighter and he gets him to say uh, Gojira three times,
0: Go- Gojira, Gojira,
2: yeah. uh, make that the basis for why you call him that, and acknowledge in the film that there is this other legend of godzilla maybe that there are even films of godzilla and And then have this this be a separate thing like oh well this is not godzilla but we're gonna you know this is what the japanese it reminds them of that even though it isn't that
3: yes this movie takes place in a universe that doesn't have godzilla already right right and and that's the mistake
2: that's a mistake If if it
3: just referenced itself if it was just it had a level of self awareness like even that these things have happened like that jurassic park was a movie 6 years ago or something then it's, it it gives it so much more interesting things for reporters to say and for people on the street to say you know what i'm saying yeah. like
0: and that, yes. toho's toho's already kind of addressed this they they've kept this in the lore of godzilla but now they call him zilla so this this being that that we called godzilla was actually uh, Zilla, which is a totally different thing. Yeah, and so yeah, I mean, it, 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 what is more late '90s than abbreviating something down to Zilla? It, <laughs>
2: totally do Whatever, <laughs> helps Whatever helps yeah. them sleep at night. Whatever helps them sleep at night. They totes say. do it all the time. Do dude? <laughs> 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 Stop
3: trying to make totes a thing. It's a, hey, too late. <laughs> it's been it kind of a thing and yeah. left.
2: It's been a thing and, and no, it left all its shit and it left. It
0: ran, yeah. It ran <laughs> by like a Godzilla screaming. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, you guys <laughs> noticed the Mayor Ebert and Assistant Gene? So,
1: so did what? Ebert.
2: Yeah, Yeah. they were
1: so <laughs> so uh, subtle with that. Like yeah. even going so far as to have them do thumbs up and thumbs down all the time. And, yeah, it oh. was
2: real yeah. dumb. So apparently that was all just in a, an effort by American and Devlin uh, to give them cheese for, for them getting so much heat for their previous movies. Stargate, which we saw recently, Independence Day. Mm-hmm. Neither Ebert or Sisko loved oh. those and ripped on them quite a bit.
3: So they
0: thought
2: surprise, they ripped they, they didn't think much of Godzilla either. Oh no, they freaking hated this. Also, why Gene were, Siskel died the next year, but anyway. Yeah.
3: Why were Dean Devlin and Roland Emmerich busy referencing real world movie critics? I like don't that know. that yeah, just yes. it's, that's just they
1: it's <laughs> petty. It's petty you and, have, you it's weird. Weird. a lot of it's weird. a lot of screen time on a on a mean retaliation <laughs> joke.
2: Yeah. It's weird i i think it's a waste of their time (laughs) like i don't know why they did it exactly i don't think it (laughs) and it certainly didn't do anything to improve the film show him yeah
1: we're we're gonna put them in this movie and they're gonna be very good yeah
2: and it's it's just (laughs) a a, french accent it's a very nice it's very petty (laughs) though right like (laughs) yeah the ultimate and petty retaliation or whatever and it's not really in service of the film there were a couple of there was one line that the Ebert character said that made me laugh. Other than that, I didn't need those two. They were just there for noise they, and
3: uh, the, they. Yes, they they could have been funny. They could have been interesting. There could have been a fourth subplot about. Politicians reacting and Mm -hmm. how politicians, you know, do and don't Mm -hmm. do things right in these kinds of events, and like they had for tons of fertile territory to plant those seeds, right? Like they had them, they had them go to this like meeting of the Joint Chiefs of Staff or something, and then they have them at a some kind of strange media facility. Like there was stuff there. I mean, them in the helicopter when you first see them, I'm like, oh. This is going to be a complete movie, but no, it's not a complete movie at all. It doesn't have like lots of good meat on the bones.
2: No, it just has 11 minutes of a of a 98 a big old era, pile of fish. Oh, yeah, a lot of a whole, whole lot of fish and a taint. Exactly. <laughs> uh This is what's weird about this is this is literally and it kind of just took me off my it blew me away for a minute. But uh, this is like 11 years after Ferris Bueller's day off, which is a weird yeah. way to frame mm. the timing. Of wow. This. Because 10 years is and, nothing. But
1: Matthew Roderick doesn't look like he's aged today. No, he no.
2: looks the same in this. Um, he does yeah. now. He looks like a toe now. I don't know if you've seen
3: only, him recently. Only, hey. because, only because he let his hair go gray. I'm telling you, that guy could color his hair and lose five pounds and you would still say, oh, wow, he's like, I like that general jab as well, and lose five pounds. <laughs> yeah, throw that yeah, in there. big old fatty. Get a little extra. Well, actors
2: lose weight. Oh, yeah, no, they do. They right. gain and lose. That's what they do. But mm-hmm. um, anyway, the scene that I perhaps appreciated the most in light of the fact that this is only 11 years after that movie was the elevator music in the scene where, uh, if you listen closely, they're in the elevator, and you can, or he's in the elevator, and you hear Don Shane being played, mm-hmm. which uh, he mm-hmm. uh, famously lip-synced in that uh, Ferris Bueller Day off yeah. scene, that memorable scene. By the way, I really enjoy. I enjoyed the the fun of the
0: music in this.
2: I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it, it took mm-hmm. me long. Oh, it was all okay. right. I mean, the soundtrack was yeah. ridiculously over the top. But it was, it was yeah. fine. Okay, but that pop thirty your... song
1: had the uh, the the wallflowers were on there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Give me your eighties uh, uh, jack of all trades teenage boy. If you can, if you can only have one to lead your. <laughs> Just give him to imaginary. you,
0: right? I, I want to know.
3: Crazy. I want to know. Are you are you, are you are you a Broderick? Are you a Michael J. Fox? Are you a Patrick Dempsey? Uh, Who's your guy? Oh, During no. the day, the- I was definitely a Michael J. Fox,
0: but as as time has progressed, I think I think it's probably going to have to be Broderick. I mean, I've enjoyed it more of the years.
2: Really, I'm going to say, yeah. uh, uh, what's his name from Stargate um, Blacklist? Um, Spader? Oh, Spader, Spader, yeah! Oh, yeah. Wow.
3: I don't. Oh, think ho, ho. He's, I don't think in these teenagers he had any range at all. No, he didn't. He was he was not great. But I think Just in retrospect, play the dick in, yeah. all the,
2: in All the John Hughes movies. Like I would have been fine if he was in charge here in this movie. I think that would have been fine.
3: <laughs> I mean, it would have been a little bit weird. He's a lot more. Would have been weird. He could have. He could have been the. He could have been the worm scientist, mm-hmm. and then the the ex girlfriend could have been Maggie Gyllenhaal. Yeah, and. <laughs> Is it Gyllenhaal an or Gyllenhaal? Is it Gyllenhaal? Gyllenhaal. It's Ge- hard yeah. Ge- G. It's
1: like a GIF. Yeah, it's like a okay. GIF. It's more like uh, a
3: Gyllenhaal. Go, go Ge- Ge- <laughs> we've been we've been doing film sack for a decade. Uh-huh. I, I we we're gonna have to agree <laughs> to disagree <laughs> on on some of these how they want to pronounce it names. No, no, like
1: no. How- Scott even played a thing on TMS. He played I know. Gyllenhaal saying how you pronounce her name. Yeah. I know. I, know. Yes. I know. And actually, I hate to expand the the trope, but it might have actually been Jake Gillenhall. <laughs> I can't remember which yeah, it really yeah. was. See, you did it. You've proven
2: my whole thing all this time later. I know, later. I hate
1: that, but it's. Uh, I can't remember who did the All right, I, <laughs> All right, played. so
2: nobody says Gillenhall's name correctly, and here's a video where he talks about it. Hold on, we're just going to do this. Yeah, this is on Conan. We've known
0: each other a while
2: we're very good That's friends. Had, Some yeah, say yeah, best friends. And um, <laughs> I'm skip sure ahead. I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it correctly. It is a Swedish name, is it not? It is a Swedish name. So yeah.
3: shouldn't it be like Yelen all? Yelen all the only two places that that is pronounced correctly, my last name, like you did just now, is in Sweden uh-huh. and in IKEA. IKEA. <laughs> <laughs> I really have
4: to say that. because oh, you Sweden know, because pronounced-
2: IKEA is the Sweden. That's how we know Sweden here right. in America. <laughs> oh, that is right. that is one
1: hundred percent the audio clip that I was attributing to uh, <laughs> to, to his, to his big sister. Maggie. Yes.
2: <laughs> so Givenhall is, is the way to say it in your native thing but now he's going to tell us how to do it here. So. you know my last name. <laughs> right. I mean I'm
3: half Swedish, you know, but yes. we're pretty great people and, and, and you know, we come with simple instructions and we seem really great and then <laughs> at the end of it your fingers are sore. That, <laughs> <that's>, that sounds <laughs> Yelen Hall <laughs> Oh, so good. Doesn't this make you feel my people? Yelen. Don't,
0: it is. Don't. We can you know, do this the whole if time. If I keep okay. the street, y- I have to help you with it. It is actually <laughs>
2: Yelen Halo. Hello. There it is. <laughs> Yelen, See it's nothing like we even think.
1: So we're just huh, going to say no. G-
3: G- we're going to say Gillen. we're going to we're going to say Joel Hall and I'm telling you <laughs> this is this is what we've been doing we on Filmsec consistent <laughs> This is like this is how we roll okay uh, we we make we we make the name sound the way the names sound to everybody else we are the the people of the people
2: Okay fair enough
3: also they use 2000 foam fish to make a fish pile I wanted to make ah. sure that's my
2: there maybe my favorite uh, piece of trivia in the entire thing. <laughs> Two thousand foam fish were made to create the fish pile, uh, which is impossible not to mention. Oh, and then Dick Van Dyke was considered for the role of Mayor Ebert, which sounds ridiculous. And I don't know why that would even be in there. All right.
1: Huh. It's, it's for that dance number that they took out.
2: Oh, wow. you know, why I think it's bullcrap. Here's why it says this yeah. is the exact way that it is. I copied and pasted it right out of IMDb. This is why you've mm-hmm. just tr- trust IMDb only so far. This is the way it reads. Dick Van Dyke were considered for the role of Mayor Ebert. Yeah. Like those are three dudes, Dick Van and Dyke. (laughs) Dick Van Dyke. uh,
3: I I, I feel like I've, I've already said this a little bit, but this is the worst uh, trivia I've ever seen for a film. Like the, the worst written and compiled and, collected trivia ever and there's tons this, of uh, it and it's all bad yeah, and in imdb uh there is literally a piece of trivia that some for some reason editors have allowed to stand that has nothing to do with the movie and is about 9 11 mm-hmm. it's it's the weirdest thing like this uh, th- this trivia repeats itself there's tons and tons of sections that are just copy paste from a uh, higher in the list yeah it's, mm-hmm. it's ridiculous yeah,
0: yeah. so I, I was curious about this you know we uh i had the dvd which came do. out before yeah. right, well what well, we do but it came the dvd was released before September 11th in 2001 and but we do know that after the events a lot of movies were edited uh and they took out any you know any showing oh, of it, the, the towers
2: in
1: towers
0: yeah. oh, really? yeah, for for a while we didn't see, you know it was just too close just too much of a reminder yeah, and, I, remember that. Uh, was I was mostly it was mostly
2: they, stuff that was like in production like this the, yeah. the what do you call it on uh, the Sopranos on HBO used to have it
3: in their intro, and so they changed the intro. Yeah, yeah. Like there was. I was curious if they if this suffered that at any point. Yeah, there were stories about people who were who had scripts that had one of the World Trade Center towers being destroyed or being injured somehow, mm-hmm. who had to change their scripts like yeah. that that sort of thing. Yeah. But this movie has only beauty shots for the World Trade Center buildings, and so I I could see just leaving it like it's it's totally right. fine yeah i agree uh, if 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 on the other hand the chrysler building or the Flatiron building or madison square garden had been the subject of a terrorist attack <laughs> right, this movie would right. have been
2: in trouble oh my gosh the freaking chrysler building that thing took a took a shot man It took a hit yeah, yeah. that was very nolan emmerich though that was like a roland not nolan his, yeah. his whole uh his whole thing is just destroying what a whole did bunch chrysler of
0: shit to you?
2: and that's <laughs> what i mean that's what people remember about independence day so the fact that they had some of that going on here was probably right. good for the fans of that stuff but uh, the the two towers thing. I remember the most prominent piece of sort of entertainmenty news thing was that this uh, Sam Raimi Spider Man, the first one, was supposed oh, yeah. to have some big. I know mean, I had a trailer where he was like webbed between the two.
1: It was the movie poster too that had yeah, had right. him sitting on one of them.
2: Yeah, right. and he that caught change, like change. a caught a helicopter between the two towers or something like a In spider would. Oh,
3: right, right, which is which is using them as kind of like tools, which. Felt wrong, but also I remember specifically that they uh, crammed together the end thing where he perches with the American flag, Mm. as specifically as a response to uh, the events of nine eleven. Like that, that somehow they believed audiences would like that—that sort of like rah rah jingoism. Yeah, Uh, which you know, I guess we did.
2: Sort of. Mm -hmm. I mean, we did it Mm -hmm. in. Uh, unison, so maybe that helps. <laughs> like it seemed like everybody was sort of in on the deal, but
1: I never saw that film. Either. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, I really okay. I got I was trying to find a clip to play the bam, 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 but I can't find it. So there's a there's What's a the Seinfeld. Simpsons, uh... No Seinfeld, Seinfeld Seinf- connection. I'm sorry,
1: I'm the Seinfeld uh, base. Mm. Yeah,
2: who's so who's the Seinfeld connection? Do you guys know?
1: Uh, well, um, hmm. wasn't Hank Azari on an episode of Seinfeld? Oh, no? he probably was. I had not even thought of that probably was oh the fact uh ebert nope oh maybe no.
3: michael learn <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's funny
3: we're gonna name everybody oh and remember that time broderick was on the side <laughs>
2: you know what that's you're like, not oh, everybody wrong everybody I, I think that ebert guy may have been that's I funny think
1: he was yeah like not obviously not newman but on a in a different uh like a
2: yeah there's some something he was on you're i think you're right but the person i'm thinking of is vicky lewis who plays the redhead uh Oh, yeah. Watch your mahooch there? The the doctor. Watch your mahooch?
1: I think I like you. Yeah, that hey, one. You don't, that one. A, you don't have a girlfriend? Yeah. Are you sure? She kind of annoys me. Hey, that,
0: I'll tell you what was odd was seeing all the, in the in the tanker, the Japanese tanker, when they were doing the, I guess maybe it was the cannery boat. Uh, there was several actors there, which we, we probably recognize from other oh, movies.
1: yeah. Well, no, back to her, back to the redhead she um she was also on it's funny because she's someone you get confused with the the redhead from news radio
2: it is her that is oh, her on is. news radio oh yeah okay
1: then it's the one you get confused with uh the the redhead from veronica's closet <laughs> oh, wow. it is her <laughs> that is that her that's not the same <laughs> <laughs> no no way it's... hold
2: on <laughs> vicky lewis
1: who's the was it um Oh my God! I can't believe I can't remember the redhead. The the, the redhead who just recently got into all that trouble because she um, oh held up, she held up a did a photo where she was holding up Trump's head. Also on Seinfeld.
2: All, um,
0: yes, uh, she was on
1: Seinfeld too. And uh, she,
0: uh, Kathy Griffin. Kathy Griffin. Kathy Griffin. Thank uh, you, oh, Kathy. Oh my God!
1: And she was she was the secretary <laughs> on another one of those must see tv thursday night Mm. things and they she she would make the joke in her comedy routine that she gets confused with vicky lewis all the time and now i'm doing it too because i can't remember which one was on veronica's closet and which one was Uh, you know what you
2: may be i think actually if it's right she's not on veronica's closet it's someone else yeah that's somebody else on veronica might have been
1: kathy griffin then maybe But, but she was the one who was on okay so but she was the one who was on uh news radio
2: yes she was on news radio and uh, that was my first memory ever but she played this really annoying i want to say george's girlfriend for like a two episode arc or something Mm. really Mm -hmm. obnoxious so the minute i saw her all my like ptsd kicked in about what i think of her (laughs) from that
1: yeah she was uh, ada the secretary oh right and she was really uh, obnoxious, right? She, George gets a secretary, and then they kind of oh, fall
2: in right. love, and yeah. they make <laughs> out and have sex behind the desk. And George, George is screaming. "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah!" This is yeah. when he was, and he, and he got in huge trouble for that because she got more money than him because he had yeah, told her. Because yeah. she says, "I want a raise," and in the thick of passion, he goes, "Right, oh, you can have, you it. Can have yeah. it, or whatever." And then, <laughs> yeah, okay, now I've got it all figured you out. You know, right?
0: That's. I, I really do hate the more the Fisher boat actors didn't get like a little more something because Al Long. I think oh, yeah. He was Al there Long. for
2: a hot second. That's so yeah, he
0: was cutting up some fish. He was in Die Hard, Lethal Weapon, Big Trouble, in Little China, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. So many great things. He's oh, the guy oh, with oh, the, yeah, our
2: walrus,
1: our walrus
0: guy.
2: Yes. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. saw him pop up and went, oh, I forgot he was in this. Okay. Yeah, okay, but, Let's go.
0: And that right, was it. I was like, oh, he has a part to play. Nope.
1: Chick in the bucket. <laughs> Chick in the bucket. Well, I think. And I think Kevin Dunn has probably been on Seinfeld a yeah. few times. The dude has been on everything. Like he's one of these guys that you see I love Kevin and Dunn. And you can't name a specific thing that he was on but yeah. you know he's been in everything. Well, except for
2: like okay, so the two that come to mind are Veep obviously he's all oh, up veep, in yes, veep and then right. uh and he's great on Veep. Oh my
1: gosh, he is. He is great. <laughs> he's the one who's just like just so fed up with all of it. Yeah, it's a shock
2: he's even working at the White House. But then there's right. the what was the other one? Um, oh, and I always remember from Transformers, he's the he's Labouf's dad in that. Um, okay. But I, Kevin Dunn's great. That guy's a national is, treasure. Right? Yeah, keep yeah, him around.
1: Really I'm looking to see. Oh, he also played uh, in the Godzilla series. There was a TV series. Was this the where cartoon? He continued the character. It doesn't seem like that. Oh, you're talking, about, yeah, you're
0: talking about the uh the uh yeah, there was a spinoff from Oh, it had that to movie, be the right? cartoon, right? Yeah, it was a cartoon, right? like two thousand. Yeah. yeah. Uh what was
1: it called? Yeah,
2: he, what was he, it? Godzilla, Godzilla the series is the, what it was called. The series. Oh yeah, there it is. I was I speaking
0: of which, I don't did we ever go back and talk about Godzilla's uh, atomic breath? That's the laser kind of thing. That
3: it it's not really a laser, but it's very it's more focused than a and fire uh, again though i have i have a lot of memories of watching godzilla's shows as a kid and mm-hmm. he had he had in some incarnations a laser eyes his when he, he could shoot lasers out of his eyes and sometimes they were like little like boo like 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 they were like <laughs> yeah yeah laser bullets and sometimes yeah, laser beams laser the
1: only photo we've been able to find of that is uh Uh, is is the cartoon is where he has laser laser eyes by the way and by the way kevin dunn third episode of seinfeld he's uh, a childhood friend who keeps calling jerry uh to hang out together right they go to lunch and he has to do the breakup
2: (laughs) yeah they go to lunch and jerry has to do the friend breakup
1: yeah there's there's a
0: competing battle of conversations here between seinfeld connections (laughs) sorry
1: go back to laser breath go back to a
3: talk laser breath sorry go back but then like for forgetting the i beams for a minute because they're, they're it's stupid like the main thing that everybody has seen godzilla do from in the 50s and 60s and 70s is open his mouth and shoot like a flamethrower yeah, like that yeah. that's just yeah. a thing that godzilla does and they could have depicted that Instead of having this thing where he's like, he's got bad breath and he manages to breathe over an open flame, which ignites. Oh, is that what
1: it was? Because I couldn't tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's, because I was attributing that to just like dragon fire breath. Okay, so he did. And that was,
0: that was actually a response to the, to the fans because uh, the fans got really mad that Godzilla was not going to be portrayed in that fashion. And so they added that Roland Emmerich. He added that.
2: Well, hold on a minute. Where would, what are the, why is his, why is his breath flammable? I don't understand that because that was,
0: that's it. Roland Emmerich made more sense than a a fire breathing (laughs) (laughs) lizard.
3: Fish oil. Fish oil is very flammable. (laughs) I'll give you that the uh, original Godzilla makes very little sense, right? Yeah. He should be highly radioactive. He should leave a trail of radioactivity everywhere he goes. Like, he should not be able to breathe fire. That makes no sense. Well, but the Japanese cannery
2: guy had all kinds of Geiger counter going off and, but nobody else seemed yeah, to I understand that. Yeah. Yeah. That was weird.
0: Uh, well, yeah. you, that's a good question. I interrupted there, Randy, there's so I many, there's so many things missing there. It's ridiculous. But do you guys prefer uh hero Godzilla or bad guy Godzilla? Because I, there's a little bit of, of, of like Rocky moments for me in some of the really older Godzilla movies where, He's kind of the hero because he's he's a monster, but he's pretty chill most times. And then another monster comes in to kind of challenge him, and he's like, "Oh, I'm going to save the city."
2: Well, I prefer well, I, like the, I
1: like the hero Godzilla. I do, I do too,
2: yeah. and I also like it over this because this isn't this is just dumb lizard. Like he doesn't have any; he's just got good right. instincts for where to put his eggs and how to defend himself. That's right.
0: it. And he's and he's like he's like this. This also kind of gets you between: Do you prefer fast zombies or slow zombies? <laughs> well, I prefer my Godzilla to lumber. You know, and this this one is very fast.
2: Yeah, I don't yeah. mind. Which, it's Well, I don't know. They did it pretty well in that last one where it's like he's not an intentional hero. Like he's not going, I'm here to save you from the other monster. He doesn't do that. He's the lesser of right. two evils. But he'll come in there told. and he'll and he'll fight. But then he'll leave a mess and then he'll leave. So he's still a problem like that. I kind of like, yeah,
0: you know, it's like yeah. uh, I like it because it's the idea between it, it, Do you prefer chaos or do you prefer the monster,
3: you know? Yeah. right He is the monster who will fight for your honor. He is the right. hero
1: that you've been dreaming of
3: right. <laughs> so I have this theory. and uh, forgive me if this is like someone's someone's thesis that's been published or something. but um you have you have filmmakers. you have artists in the aftermath of World War II in Japan. Mm-hmm. And they're part of a, a nationwide culture that is in the process of disavowing Imperial Japan and remaking itself. And it's being rebuilt by the Western countries. And these artists are, uh, they're, they're torn, right? Because they have their lifetime of experience and uh, at the, they have an experience where from out of, you know, nowhere, this great amount of destruction came to their country and they, they're grappling with it because they're also trying to be a different country. And so, Godzilla is this wonderful expression of all of that, where he gets to be a nuclear bomb that comes slowly, slowly enough for you to see it and address it and do something about it. Right? Yeah. Like that's so my, my, in my theory, Godzilla is a sort of natural artistic response to Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Yeah. And, and so in that, in that way, Godzilla starts out as, the bad the the like a hundred percent bad thing he's just bad he's just like a a figment of of nuclear weaponry and and you know like you're supposed to be afraid of him and you're supposed to stop him right you're, all, all of these things but then along the way once you have that character established like Godzilla is more than just a figment it's an actual creature that has motivations and, you know like you have this second generation where it it reverses and now your audience identifies with the monster for some reason. Right. And that's freaking weird. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. Oh, yeah. that is just bizarre. <clears throat>
2: Very odd. And
3: yep. I can't think of another good example of that. Uh, and I'm sure, I'm sure there are, but of like where you have this, complete role reversal and now it's like now we're not afraid of nuclear bombs anymore we're afraid of alien invasions and so we're going to use the nuclear bomb against to repel that invader you know
2: yeah yeah no but it's a I mean it's an I mean everything in life informs art right art life informs art art informs life and all of that it's just one of those examples of real life that had such an impact think about it like the world's first use of nuclear technology to create a massive wake of death uh that's just never happened before and to do that and then to try to recover from that you have to deal with it like all of the implications both psychological and physical and do that for decades and decades and the fact that it it manifests itself in so much of japanese um art and culture and anime and stories is always been really fascinating to me. Um, but but yeah, no, you're right. Like now we think of nukes now and we go, you know, well, that's what you do in aliens to nuke the planet and make sure the aliens don't come back. It's the only way to be sure, you know, like we use them more like these fun little sci-fi tools. But back in the day, and, and I I don't know, like it, I think it's impossible to to not have something that massive happen and not have it inform your culture for maybe
3: ever. You know what I mean? For sure, it's just so it's so strange how quickly the Godzilla as a figment of that destruction that you can deal with, that you can see and and reason uh, with in your own mind. Uh, it's 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 amazing how quickly that turns around and becomes a whole character, right? Like, I, like I say, I just can't I can't come up with another good example right. of you know, like I don't know. Uh, in the U.S., the there was a an evil bald eagle. And we turned it into a, a a representative of the nation. You know what I mean? Like, there's
0: just I don't know. Yeah, it's a. Weird I still flip. think we made a mistake. Should have been the turkey. Well, <laughs> that's
3: what Ben Franklin wanted. Yes, Turkeys right. are majestic AF. Did he really want a turkey? <laughs> Tasty. He wanted.
4: Yeah, a turkey? yeah.
0: He wanted yes. the turkey to be the bird. Everybody's like, really, dude, 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 yeah. dude, dude.
2: <laughs> he was. uh, he's ben, in- Dude,
1: interest, dude. <laughs> Interesting. Put that fella. kite
2: down, brother. You've, you've,
0: you've suffered too <laughs>
1: many strikes. Yeah, I'm no kidding. <laughs> too many lightning strikes to the kids, yeah. if you know what I mean.
2: Um, I have a funny note I wrote in here. I must have been, I was very late when I watched this. I wrote, pretty ballsy to take this series and rewrite it like that, make it a nuke lizard and all.
0: Mm hmm. <laughs> mm hmm. I think I'll go to bed now. (laughs) I think I'm too tired. Oh, that's funny. uh, We we got some pretty good. We got a lot of feedback on Twitter about this movie. A lot of people love this movie, even though they know it's not technically the greatest movie in the world. It's still a lot of fun. It's a fun movie. And one person said, one person tweeted to me, and I don't, I can't remember their name. I'm not gonna call them out, but they basically said, "Oh, I went to this piece of turd at the midnight showing, and I fell asleep." And I'm like, you can't blame the movie for a right. fallen asleep if right. you went to the midnight movie i mean sure
1: it could have been a turd but
0: it also could have been
1: you were tired yeah this I reminds me the midnight uh, release of uh, watchmen and it was, right, I was tired it was midnight. Friends, I'm old. i
3: uh i want to i want to make sure we say here if you haven't watched this film yet and you have netflix oh, yeah. uh watch Hurry. it because it's going off of netflix on may 1st 2019 yeah and secondly a, a bunch of movie theaters in this kind so PSA. I'm going to do real quick. A bunch of movie theaters in this com- uh, country and probably in other countries are doing a, a Marvel Cinematic Universe movie marathon leading up to Avengers oh, Endgame. Yeah. And I just want to tell you, don't do that. Like yeah, you're not going to make it. Don't don't <laughs> don't go watch 22 movies in a row before uh the movie you want to see that's not that is not a good idea at this point if you haven't yet sort of revisited your favorite marvel cinematic universe movies you don't need to you're gonna be fine get some sleep before you go see the new one i
0: guarantee you there is if there's any thread that you want to see i guarantee you there's a video on youtube that outlines it for you oh yeah you'll get a summary Uh, go
2: go get the cliff notes for sure
1: yeah i'd say if you haven't seen captain marvel Ant-Man and the Wasp, any of the movies that come between uh, Infinity War and Endgame, those are the ones you probably need to focus on. Show up for the last four hours of the, mar- of the, the marathon.
3: Yeah. I just <laughs> want joy. to make this point again. So when episode three was coming out, I yeah. went to a movie marathon where you watched episodes four, five, six, one, and two in a row, sure, and sure. then episode three of Star Wars. And that was a thousand hours long because the re-released versions of the star Wars movies are really long and it was horrible. I hated episode three, and I've actually only ever seen it once. Like, seriously. <laughs>
1: that was the reason you hated episode three. <laughs> yes.
3: Yes. That's that is my point. Is if everybody is way sleep deprived when they see Avengers Endgame, they're gonna kinda dislike the movie.
2: Or yeah, or if you're it's not so much sleep deprivation, it's it's just MCU overload. It's just like fatigued. if you Yeah, if yeah. you've watched too much of that stuff. Like everybody wants to do a weekend marathon of the of the uh director's cuts of the Lord of the Rings movies. I'm all all... Uh, all for that fandom. I think that's great, but man, by the time you get halfway through Two Towers, you want to kill
3: yeah. yourself. It's just too right. much.
2: Right. It's overwhelming. I've done that.
3: Yeah, I've done that, <laughs> by the way. And also, I'm I'm working on a Fast and the Furious movie marathon and oh how how to how to watch all of those over a weekend that doesn't leave you hating. You know, because familiarity breeds contempt. Yes, but there's also just the the tediousness of yeah. you know doing the same thing for eleven hours straight. Right. Uh, Lord of the Rings extended versions, by the way, that's a total of 11 hours. Fast and the Furious is probably more like 20 hours. Oh, yeah. oh, wow. And Easily. it's like, maybe we're going to skip the second and third ones. No, like, absolutely I mean, watching, skip that second one. Like, are
1: you one? watching anything before uh, Endgame? Because this will be the last uh, episode of Film Sack we do before we see Endgame. I
3: already have. I, well, I guess technically
1: not because our next episode is a watch-along. But we get, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> I,
3: I already have. I watched a couple of movies. And as you know, I freaking hated uh, the stupid Thanos one. I don't even remember the name of it. The, the stupid one? The
2: Thanos one, he calls
1: it. Yeah. Yes. Oh, what was it? <laughs> part, you mean part one of the movie you're gonna oh, see this week? Yeah.
3: yeah I'm just Infinity War. I hated that movie, so I, I'm looking for all of these other threads, like what what you know, how can I enjoy Endgame because whatever I did before Infinity War wasn't the proper prep. Um, but also the the movie just has the stupidest ending ever in a movie. Right. But anyway, um the 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 thing the my thinking my thinking here is that is that you know uh set your expectations low and then you'll be okay and that's a and that like how do you do that with marvel movies because they're all so exciting and so i've just been like revisiting the older ones like you don't need to watch spider-man homecoming uh before no, <laughs> go to no, movies. no but
1: but uh, i'm definitely going to do a refresh with uh i will watch infinity war again i will watch black panther again and i will watch ant-man and the wasp again before i see um infinity war yeah,
3: I feel like uh, I feel like Doctor Strange and Thor Ragnarok. Doctor Strange and Thor Ragnarok.
1: I just love Thor Ragnarok, so I probably will end up watching. That I'm movie. not
0: going to watch squat before I go in.
1: Good. Yeah, right. you
2: don't need to. I mean honestly,
0: yeah, I just
1: to,
2: I watched sure. I watched Infinity War a week and a half ago or something again. I love that movie. Randy's crazy. I don't know where he's coming from on <laughs> that. It's a good yeah. movie. And then um I'm ready. I'm let's do this. Let's just but have the movie. I did
0: I say that but I did go back and I saw there was uh, the Infinity Gauntlet comic uh, was on sale and I I bought that and I read through it uh night before last. Yeah. That is so such I could, a good so I book. Could, so I could be prepared to go poof, that's not what they did in the book. Yeah. Yeah. Did you did you enjoy it? Because I love that. Yeah. Oh, the book is so good. It's oh man, the, the art is just worth it for the price of admission. Yeah. It's just amazing.
2: Oh, it's good stuff. I mean, I don't ever get hung up on the comics different than what they do in the movies because that I, that I left that it dog
1: at the hitch happen. ten years I ago.
0: I don't either, but I think it's fun to be that guy.
1: <laughs> you like to be that guy, all right.
0: Yeah. Wait,
1: the last, who, is, the last frustration I had with are. that was the web organic web shooters. And since then, I've been fine. Yeah. Fine. That's fine.
0: Let it go. Every, it's okay for yeah. all these universes and different things and different interpretations to exist. Oh, it was a great day, though, fine. when
2: Toby Maguire stopped excreting his own web. For real. That's a great day when that ended. Done. Yes, it really was. No more yeah. excretion of your own yeah, bodily fluids right. in the far- right. ah, gross. I'm just fine. It's gross. How <laughs> I many
0: people have been complaining about that for years? Spider-Man should have webs what's, under his pits. No, he shouldn't. No, where's <laughs> should what's the organic? one where
3: what's the one where he shoots them out of his butt? Some like far side or something?
2: Well, I don't know. I've never heard of that. Right. Spider-Man That's shoots right. a web out of his there's butt. There's
3: some there's some joke somewhere where Spider-Man is shooting webs out of his butt like a real spider. Sounds like a fireside. That seems yeah, like something Gary Larson. I, do
1: do I don't know that one. Yeah. yeah, but I but
2: okay. If you're this is just quick, quick thinking here. If you're somebody uh, a bad guy and Spider Man is about to, you know, he always shoots someone in the face to shut him up, you know, with his web or whatever to keep him quiet or to <laughs> incapacitate them. Would you rather have that come out of a, you know, that's like some material made in a little science gun, or out of the body of Tobey Maguire? You don't want Toby's goo.
1: Yeah. it's disgusting you
3: just, you just don't want toby's goo we can all we can all agree on
1: that <laughs> one thing, one take away from the movie godzilla it is <laughs>
2: right right see, well all right I'll wait, you hold on i tell you what yeah. th- go ahead i was gonna say of uh, speaking of g- gross things does anyone have a guess as what i found gross because i found something very specifically g- gross in this movie and it wasn't any of the special effects just to give hmm. you a hint did it
0: have to do with Hank Azaria? yes
2: hmm. let's see if you're on it here i think uh, yeah i'm oh. I, I, I,
0: there were several moments that I remember seeing and saying, Oh, Scott's not going to enjoy that.
2: It was any, I'll just tell you, it was any time he ate because he ate yeah. so God. loud yeah. and yeah. so smacky. He did. And he would talk while he was eating yes.
0: at the restaurant. Oh, oh my
1: gosh. God. He's a, he is a, uh, this character. I don't know if it's how Hank Azaria really is, but his, uh, Mouth is open more than Corey Hames' mouth is open during the duration of this <laughs> especially
0: film. after Godzilla walked over him and he's all like at ah,
1: yeah, ah, the ah, very ah, end.
4: Ah, yeah. Ah, <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Did you guys like uh you were talking about Taco Bell earlier? Do you notice the their mm-hmm. blockbuster oh, cool. stuff everywhere, man? The, yeah.
4: The blockbuster yeah. In
0: the background. Yeah. yeah.
2: People are saying? into it. Yeah. It had
0: some swatch in the background. It was very it was very steeped in the nineties.
2: Yeah, it was. And um I think my favorite image, though, of the entire thing, I put it in our Slack, is the they have a radar set up for when they're tracking <laughs> I mean, the monster to the city, and they have a fish icon right. where the big pile of fish is, and I just think that's great. You know, these are all professional military people. I think you could have probably had a little red dot to indicate where to go, yeah. but they went through the trouble of making a fully formed fish. I love the I idea that the... Icon.
3: The radar application has an icon library that someone was scrolling around in. <laughs> right. What are we going to put there? Let's see. Let's see.
1: we yeah, got Wi-Fi cool. symbol. We've mm. got a uh, stop hey, sign. I put the, I put the, the fish there. Barn, can you make Buffalo. it bigger? <laughs> yeah, how big can
2: this <laughs> fish be? Because it's a big pile of fish. It should be a big, big pile of fish. fish. Oh, wow. Make yeah. it bigger. Yeah. bigger. All right, Dunaway, I cut you off before you were going to say something. Number. Oh, I forget. I don't know. So no. I'm sure it was great. It was probably this bad.
3: movie makes so many references to Jurassic Park that I'm shocked there wasn't a chase in a jeep. Mm. Like that's the only thing missing or a lawyer, from this movie.
2: Otherwise, or a lawyer getting huh? eaten off a toilet—that would have been cool. Because remember that but in I Jurassic
0: that was, Park? I, I think they, I think they knew that there was no way because Jurassic Park had such an impact on us, and this was uh, what was was it? Part two was out, and did it come out in
2: '96? No, or when, same when year, '98, I think.
0: Okay, so it they they up, knew yeah. they were in. They, they
3: knew there was no way they wouldn't draw comparisons, right? So I, I think they leaned into it. But the, the whole the whole escape from Madison Square Garden is flat out Jurassic Park. Oh yeah, and I mean then,
0: Raptors and
3: everything else. And know. this is following an hour of the rain at night, which is also Super Jurassic Park. I don't know why why the rain machine like the the first scene in new york is on a dock where a guy an old dude is going fishing in the rain that was that became the famous trailer the yes. the first I trailer that you ever that, saw that. the so water fun.
1: towards them and stuff yeah, yeah.
3: but you could fun. see the rain machine you could see it in the like when it when they first show the dock from behind i'm like oh no
0: oh, there's the rain you, machine like, see, Yeah, i i
2: i didn't see it because i i i just didn't want to <laughs> <laughs> kind of like this movie. No, uh, the the rain was a little much. It was a little over the top. I kept thinking of my minor, Minority Report and what Dunaway might think it all means uh, that there right. was rain. Do you think there's a secret meaning to the rain, Brian Dunaway? Absolutely, absolutely not. This mo- <laughs> this movie <Symbolism>. never <laughs> once. Yeah,
0: this movie never once promised any symbolism. None, no. none. So I, I had no,
2: I had no expectations. Now I got a minority question though.
0: Pretended to make like pretended to say, oh, we're supposed to do something deep. This movie never even went deep.
2: Well, here's my math question. He told those military advisors before they said that he leaked stuff to the press and kicked him out of there unceremoniously. He said to them, if we don't do it now, he is this this creature is going to lay up to twelve eggs. Yeah, yeah. Way underestimated. Was that was it ever acknowledged that he way underestimated, or was that that just a thing he threw out there? And then I wasn't supposed to focus on it so much. Because when there were hundreds of them, I went. No, well, right. that, he said 12, and I oh, could I, I
0: think that was intentional to keep us, you know, to, to not have us, because if we said, oh, there's going to be hundreds of eggs, when we saw the hundreds of eggs, we'd be like, that's not impressive. So I, I think that was an intentional setup.
2: Okay, so he was supposed to have gotten that wrong, is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Right, All it's right. just when you actually see the eggs and you're like, where the i guess there's no godzilla anymore because right. the the, <laughs> right. the body mass the entire body mass of the lizard is now here yeah. now it was on the it chin i'm telling you he, he's like the he he's like
0: those uh those uh frogs that have the eggs in his mouth that's that's where they're all oh, that me. he's
1: oh. been just carrying
0: them
3: carrying yeah that's why his, his chin's the so that's, big oh, that, explains, yeah. the chin. Oh, that yeah. explains it okay it
1: is it is such a uh hand Death
3: <laughs> he looks like Deathwing.
1: <laughs> he does look... Oh, you're right. He totally looks like Deathwing. Yep. Said, and that was wings, intentional,
0: too, because Roland Emmerich... Uh, or was it... I forget. Someone had intentionally made the chin extra big uh, because they T-topless. liked... but Yeah. Yeah. to It Yeah. It was original sketches. He said that he he was inspired by Bajira. Is that right? In The Jungle Book?
2: Oh. Oh. Yeah, with the big jaw. Yeah, Bajira. Yeah, Bajira.
0: Bajira. you're going Godzilla. Gojira. Sounds was confusing. Godzilla. Yeah. Gojira, Godzilla. Yeah,
1: Stan Winston actually had a design that looked a lot more like the traditional Japanese Godzilla, but then Topolus right. came back with a sketch of like, oh yeah, let me show you something. Super chin, long lizard. Well, when you're of- when you're
2: in okay, so this is a theory of mine. When you're in the when you're in the 90s, I'll bet you your design, your your, your hot head of design is to mm-hmm. be different because the old Japanese movies and the Godzilla design in general, kind of a big fatty. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Like, he's kind of got, it. like, narrow top. He's pear-shaped, and it's mm-hmm. kind of awkward and dumb-looking. If mm-hmm. And so I'm sure in the 90s, rad rad 90s era with glowy right. green Extreme. logos, they wanted to go, like, well, this thing needs to be, like, fast and sleek and This cool. Godzilla
0: needs to be wearing a no-fear shirt. Right. It needs to be
2: yeah and that's why i like the new one the 2014 one and the one coming up they just went ahead and embraced the fatty again like yeah but he's not he's not like
0: he's not like fat fat he's like uh he's like muscle fat
3: right he's been doing shrugs at the gym and so (laughs) he's got a huge trap (laughs) burpees Mm -hmm. right yeah yeah
2: Yeah. Uh all those things sound bad right now
3: bulging abs (laughs) i i thought this i thought this godzilla design was perfect i like that's the that's one of the elements of the movie where i'm like yeah they nailed it this Mm. was this was scary it was it was enough like a dinosaur that you could have all of those dinosaur thoughts and you could understand thing things like them referring to it initially as maybe an allosaurus that survived billions of years right but at the same time it wasn't like it wasn't a it just a flat out dinosaur with tiny little T Rex arms or something. Like it had it had these like uh, incredible eyes, like really expressive eyes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and And uh, you know, like when you put it all together, I was I was genuinely afraid. Like that, that, it was great. I was just freaked out at how they could not maintain the size of the thing. Yeah. If you, yeah, if you awesome. go back and take some screenshots of different, like almost. <laughs> Like two thirds or three quarters of the of the thing, because you never really see it all. But if you just like look at it and try to size it up, how tall is it here? How big is it here? Yeah, it it varies between like eighty feet and eight hundred feet. It's insane yeah. how yeah. how different this thing looks. Yeah,
2: they don't they weren't consistent with their pur- uh, their proportions. <laughs> that was a weird thing. My body, <laughs> my body <laughs> just went err like pushed out of err. I think I got Tourette's. It's coming. <laughs> it's to happening
1: top, to top proportions. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um, but yeah, like they usually have somebody to worry about that sort of stuff, and it felt like they didn't hire that guy. <laughs> it wasn't there. It wasn't I was attention.
3: curious?
0: Yeah, I, I I had noticed it as well, but I, I was trying to figure the out if it was. Yeah. yeah, I was trying to figure out if it was a if if he was still mutating because it was, it implied that it was a recent event. Uh, it recently came to be, and it was continuing to grow. But I, like I said, I I started down that path, and I was like, eh, I'm just watching
3: Gojira they Whatever. could have explained it they could have oh, made absolutely. sure that it was big before laying the eggs and someone said wow it looks smaller after laying the eggs like that uh-huh. kind of thing but you uh, a fish he really beefed up you know just <laughs> <laughs> he,
2: he ate a lot of fish and he ate it like a dog bowl that's what i liked about it the way he was eating that thing that was yeah there was great.
1: one fish by the way hanging in a basketball hoop that was still flopping (laughs) hours after it would have been without water. Yeah. Yeah. And you could tell it was
2: somebody with a string or a stick or something up there too. I
3: I grew up, I grew up on a river. My, my parents' house was on a, on a body of water that you could fish out of. And I'm telling you, I spent uh, two decades of my life pulling fish out of that thing and cleaning them and cooking them and fish will flop for days after you pull them out of water, fish it's insane. <laughs> yeah. Well, fish
0: will flop. It's what they do. <laughs>
3: yeah. You watch out, those fish. Yeah. They're gonna flop.
2: What's he doing now? Uh, He's flopping still. <laughs> hit him with a paddle. Yeah. This is what you do. Um. All right. Yeah. The uh. I've I have clips. Let's do clips. Okay.
1: Uh, oh, one one more quick. Yeah, uh yeah, yeah. What the heck is the is the uh, or two more quick? What the heck? So that I have in my notes. Uh, the babies. Uh, him basically arriving. Pregnant and being able to deposit
3: babies who are also pregnant. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, I like that idea. It's like, uh, okay,
3: come on now. Well, hold on. That's asexual... the only piece of all of the biology that I'm I'm going to buy in on. Well, but the a, the asexual reproduction.
2: Yeah, the, the asexual reproduction is is that very thing. It's just they have to mature still. They're not going to poop them out immediately, but they're going to. I could
3: I could talk for an hour about the bad biology in this movie, but that one you got to allow. That when you're buying in. The, it, actually the, makes sense. Yeah. The creature the size of Godzilla ha- is fully cold-blooded and can't be seen by heat-seeking missiles is the biggest BS in the film. Yeah. Hmm. That's right. that creature that creature would have been very warm. That's the only way for something that big to live. And there are asexual to be lizards that fast too, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. There are asexual lizards and they let's see, here's one here called the uh, I can't find the name. Chaka chakalaka, some name like that.
1: Sure, that's
2: says that females of one species broke form and mated with males from another species. Those outlier liaisons gave whiptails robust heteroseology which preserves. It's a genetic diversity advantage that today that today's females still enjoy and propagate with so anyway apparently it's a it's a thing i don't know how
3: it works yeah you could also you could also just believe me i'm telling you <laughs> well you know it's just I one were of those about the things time i worked <laughs> as a uh, reptile zoologist <laughs> in
1: uh, polynesia like <laughs> all right, probably
3: probably my proudest thing i ever did in university was get an a in bio 101 because bio 101 is freaking hard i Oh, oh, oh. fact, fact right, check bye. randy that's what i'm doing right now.com
1: yeah. it sounds like we cut him off uh listeners but he cut himself yeah we off. didn't do that he's got a push the
2: talk business going on there uh, Wait,
1: uh the other big complaint technical uh you know all right this isn't this isn't the way it would work uh complaint is uh the lyrics to sing you in the rain there's only oh. one time in the song where you actually go come on <laughs> with the rain and he says it like eight times yeah and that's all
0: didn't you enjoy that whole scene? no just, no uh, it's just so much fun him riding singing, and singing come on the with the rain come on <laughs> with, with the rain but but that's how you really that's how you really sing you no, just sing you the don't. chorus over the song and over was again being
2: playing in his he had headphones on it was playing in real time the song doesn't do that he shouldn't be doing
1: that right yeah, I agree. maybe right. he had a remix it was the <laughs> 90s is, uh, the puffy combs <laughs> remix of yes come on with the rain like cashmere yeah, <laughs> yeah nice <laughs> nice all right all right is that your list you're good okay clips that's good good. i've covered it all here's the uh here's uh,
2: here's our first one well in fact you know what perfect transition here's the vibrato i couldn't stand in that scene here you
4: go (laughs)
1: all right i do that when i'm singing alone by myself really go over the top with it yeah exactly (laughs) all right please
2: tina does anybody anybody else
3: sing in the car oh yeah Yeah, oh
2: yeah only alone though i never sing well if my kids are in there i don't care if they're there i'll sing when they're there yeah i'll annoy them and make them embarrassed it's fine because i'm not a you know i'm not known for my singing voice at all so when i really go to town it's uh it's nobody's good time <laughs> uh, here's a. I don't know what this is. Did you see old man? Oh, it's when he was doing his thing. That's Are your you chick in the bucket hair? is this lighter yeah. as hypnotic <laughs> uh, unit? Like, how does that even What's work? This, <laughs> that was, was yeah. and Has he
0: ever lit a cigarette with that thing? Because, good lord, the flame oh. on it. Did I say right. h- hypnotosis unit? Is and that what I said? Hypnotosis.
3: Did, did the film need that whole... I appreciate whole, it, actually. Did the film need Jean Renault? And did the film need... Yes, he, he everyone needs... Elvis Presley.
2: And, everyone needs Jean Renault. Thank Renaud. you very much. Everyone yeah. needs Jean yeah. Renault. Yeah. He's the best. Look, yeah. I know right. it's not a great role. I agree with you. It's kind of dumb. The Elvis thing was kind of dumb. Like, all that stuff's dumb. But he improves the films he is in.
1: He is a professional, you know? Yeah, he sure Yeah,
2: is. true. I find him just... Watchable, no matter what. Yeah, I like him sure. now and stuff. Like, uh-huh. I liked him as the 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 uh, chief chief inspector guy in those otherwise not great um Dan Brown movies.
1: Oh uh, right, right. Da the, Vinci Code stuff. Da Vinci Code trilogy. Or- yeah, you need a French yeah.
2: dude. Mm-hmm. He's my mm-hmm. go. He's your go to. That's who you want.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: uh Here's an old guy saying. Well, this is the old guy saying well, what Dunaway keeps repeating. I'm covered in <laughs> radioactive debris. Kuchira. Okay. <laughs> Where's my lime jello? <laughs> this is a hospital, isn't it? I ordered it hours ago. <laughs> what did you see? Kuchira. <laughs> okay. Um. Here's an annoying redhead.
4: <sighs> I told them this is not your field, but they never listen to genius.
2: She's very busy not, with uh, not Kathy Griffin. No, no, no. The other, yeah. <laughs> the, she does a ton of voice work. Like I was looking up her stuff, video games and and uh, cartoons, and just tons. God, don't of it. look up her stuff. I looked right up her stuff. <laughs> uh, ugh, that sounds bad. All right, let's. Uh, here's a. Uh, here's Kent Brockman. Why don't we talk about it over dinner tonight? Your
4: place, Mr. Kamen, You're married.
2: Yes, and you're very beautiful. Have I ever told you that before? He was just doing Kent Brockman the whole movie, which is great. Oh, yeah. My Favorite character, is. yeah. It's a yeah. pervy, it's all pervy. Um, first of its kind, we're looking at a completely incipient creature, the dawn of a new species, the
3: first of its kind.
2: Oh, so much noise well, in this that,
3: movie. Why would you say a new species if it's the first of its kind? I don't, I don't understand. It's redundancy, it's not, it hasn't, you don't have speciation until you have like more than, anyway, more, yeah, more than button more than
2: button <laughs> uh, oh wait she doesn't eat what's the well, the first word though as far as he's concerned no, not that one hold on we're looking at a completely incipient creature incipient what does incipient mean incipient. new incipient.
1: means this, this
2: first. more than more
1: than, than incipient. incipient okay right
2: <laughs> incipient here we go dictionary.com defines it oh here we can hear it incipient thank you um beginning to exist oh. or appear in an initial stage so he said the same thing three times then is what we're learning correct okay he right. says
3: the word incipient then he defines it was, the word it was
0: for effect
2: yeah it was not a good effect it was a dumb effect
1: it's like let me let me give you the technological term then let me break it down for the kind of smart people and then we, let me break it down for the really dumb people yeah uh but related words would be nascent beginning uh basic
2: elementary fundamental initial introductory and then i'll play this one more time incipient okay great now, nice. I'll play another clip. How about this one? This is Breasts That Talk.
4: As far as he's concerned, you just a pair of breasts that talk.
2: Okay. <laughs> She's from New York, as you can see. A pair of breasts you... that talk. That talk. Was she married to... She was the wife or the girlfriend? She was married
1: to Animal. Okay. Oh, well, yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, I don't know.
2: Animal. Yeah. Freaking Animal. Uh, here's Bart. Oh, no, wait. For that, here's a freaky old man laugh.
4: <laughs>
2: I love old smoker man laughs. laughs.
4: <laughs> is that the fisherman?
2: Yeah. it just. Oh, that's,
1: a... the, that's the Sakari guy talking to the fisherman. Yeah, the guy's making oh, fun I of think him. are going to catch is a cold. <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right, here's Bart uh, in the movie.
1: How about a real story?
4: Sir, I think your story just walked by the window.
2: Yeah, you know, it's very Bart, but lady-like. Don't Bart. have a cow, man. Yeah. Uh, this isn't very nice. I
4: can't, you freak out!
2: She called him a, a, oh, a the R word. Yeah, yeah. Nineteen ninety-eight R word still yeah. getting thrown about. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Mm. Um. What's this? Uh, how, 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 how would we do that? Oh, can I ask a question? This is the Melrose Place uh, uh, military guy. Oh, yeah. Doug Savant. Oh, yes. O'Neill? Yes. No, O'Neill.
3: This is, this is Tom from Desperate Housewives. Yes. Same guy. We need to be that clear too. on who this is. Sure. That
2: too. Sure. Uh, can, uh, was he supposed to be a stuttery dude or were they just doing that when he was freaked out? Because it was multiple times he would do like. Uh, how, 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 how would we do that? Like that. And I couldn't tell if I was just supposed to be, oh, you're nervous, or, ooh, you have a condition. I couldn't I'm figure it out. Sure was no. supposed to be nervous. Okay.
1: All right. Yeah. Multiple times. Oh, my because it, because
0: if it was a true stutter, he would have he would have done it trying to alert somebody, uh, but
3: was would be unable to. Oh, that's a good trope, isn't it? Yeah. 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 So, so, yes. And also, my gosh, he looks like Jamie Lannister in this film. Nah. It's yeah, he does. Yeah. Oh, oh, weird. Nicolaj
1: yeah. Custer Walnuts, or whatever his name is. <laughs>
2: I'm sure it's walnuts. I'm sure that's I'm
3: guessing right. I'm guessing that Tom from Desperate Housewives is older than Nicolaj Costa-Waldo, but now I when I think of them, I think I Jamie think Lannister six, looks sixty years old yeah. and this guy perpetually looks thirty. Yeah. So
1: he was born in sixty four, so he's about fifty five, almost fifty five now. Yeah.
3: The the Nicolaj,
2: Nicolaj. Von Walnuts. What's his what's his age?
1: I uh, don't know because I can't find. I can't. I don't know his actual name. Nicolaj. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you gotta do it the the hard way, which is go I Game know. of Thrones yeah. and then dig down for him. There we go. Coster
1: Waldo. Yeah. Uh, he's he's got to be younger than us. Oh, he's actually yeah, he's younger than us, but but only uh, with Scott and I by only about a year. He was born July 1970. Oh, okay. So. Yeah. Older than me, old man. Did you see the look but on uh, his face, man. Yeah, his, his IMDb, you mean? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, smoldering.
2: You know, did you hear my bad joke I did on Twitter? It was um, Jamie Lannister walks into his food pantry, and he uh, looks at all his food and finds an old box of Raisin Bran and says, I could have sworn I pushed this Bran out of here months ago. Nah, no, years ago, I years know. ago.
3: I thought you were going to make a joke about how he couldn't open any of the bottles or cans.
2: Why, why wait, what? Wait, Because he hand. only has what?
3: one hand. Oh,
2: right. I forgot about that. No, it was all about pushing a kid out a window. That's where I went. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, that's good.
0: I went. Oh, the confrontation is coming. Yeah. The
2: confrontation is coming. I don't think there's going to be much one. That kid's a, a stoner. It's be great. He's a stoner now. He doesn't, he's the three eyed yeah. crow. He doesn't have, well, right. whatever. He a push crow. over his
3: wheelchair. Does, does, anybody, <laughs> does anybody have some? <laughs> Does anybody have a great prediction that is crazy but might come true for the end of Game of Thrones? I hope oh, Brian got so. Just many. Now
2: I want I want Ibbots to happen where Jamie <laughs> Jamie walks up and pushes that wheelchair over. That would be amazing. Sorry, you remember um, me. I don't have a good prediction though. No. I don't know. That's what I love about it is we don't have any idea, and I love it. I would love it.
1: Do we, any I mean, again, it's not spoilery to say who do we think will be on the throne at the end of game of thrones nobody will win yeah. the game of thrones
2: i don't know i mean if if it's I don't, i'm gonna go with a dragon <laughs> will it be daenerys will it be Jon snow will it be the white walker the, king the white the uh, the Knight Knight king the night king he'll be Knight in charge yeah. oh, oh that would be a twist wouldn't it yeah oh. what if that whole show ends with the the white walkers just come in. It's just too overwhelming. Everyone dies and becomes yeah. zombies and he's in charge. <laughs> no one
1: would see that coming. That's for sure. And I bet you, I bet you George R. R. Martin's books would go a different direction. <laughs> yeah.
2: I mean, his, this is what's fun about it, is we don't have any idea.
1: Yeah.
3: I, anyway, my, my crazy prediction that just might come true is Cersei Lannister gets killed by Jamie Lannister, um, which I guess requires that uh, Braun somehow fail on his mission where he's walking north with a crossbow yeah but anyway jamie lannister kills cersei lannister who is not going to leave king's landing and then uh you realize you find out that it was Arya wearing jamie lannister's face and she had killed jamie lannister oh interesting
2: not bad all right yeah none of this is spoilers everybody listening because we don't know because it's not real yeah right. we're we're just making this Maybe. Up <laughs> Maybe. Thanos gets the iron Throne. yeah I think Thanos. that's the uh Yep, he snaps his snaps his fingers and everyone fades. Yep, I'm ready for it. All right, here's another clip. Uh, this is angry, angry acting Ebert. So here you go.
1: You've caused
3: more damage than that goddamn thing did. All right, come here, calm down, have some candy. No, well, I don't want any candy. Leave me
1: alone.
2: Jeez, these guys need to. I, I couldn't understand.
0: He was eating those Hershey Kisses, but he was never unwrapping them. No. I did not like that.
2: Neither <laughs> dude he's chewing on tinfoil. Oh, think of that on your fillings. Ugh. That offended me. Yeah, that should offend you. Here's a dumb discussion.
4: Wait, I don't get it. If he's a first of his kind, then how can he be pregnant? I mean, doesn't he need a mate?
2: Not if he reproduces asexually. Where's the fun in that? Where's the fun in that?
0: I don't know. Have you ever produce a day sexually yeah. it's like i don't know what that's like i don't want to know <laughs> I, don't, I, don't,
2: I don't i don't even i want to think about it all right here we go uh this is something about what i don't know what this is
0: the creature is either about to lay eggs or already
3: has oh this is when he's telling everybody what's up or or is it constipated wow he sounded like ferris bueller the- totally <laughs> like walking
2: down the hall in the credits just talking to the camera the creature is either about to lay eggs. Yeah, it's like either you get out there eggs. going or you try trying to go home trying or whatever he says. All right, here's, here's another one. Another, another. Try to go. Are you home trying, trying to
1: tell us that there's another one of those things out there?
2: Sure, sure is. And then my favorite line that Ebert said.
1: What is this, the virgin lizard? Get it? And then it everybody
2: remember. laughed and I was like, no. Yeah, I would have laughed. What is this, the virgin lizard? It's pretty funny. It's all right. Because, you know, it can self, you know, it's like Mary. I got it. Oh, I got the joke. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Something mentioned by name.
1: They mentioned you by name. Yeah. Yeah.
2: You heard the top of the show. All right. Here's where things got bad for me and I hated every scene like this. It was just some cheesy, sad dialogue and I hated it. And with the music was just ridiculously over the top. Here you go.
0: Make sure that Hicks finds that nest before it's too late.
3: I'll
4: try. Ugh.
3: Ugh. I I wanted to ask you to capture some more of the wrong music at the wrong time. And the worst, the absolute worst, is Matthew Broderick out in the street sort of seeing the whole thing for the first time. Yeah. And there's music that's like right out of an antebellum plantation movie. Mm -hmm. It's the weirdest thing. I, I... I was. I should have asked you to capture it because I like. You just will not believe it until you watch and hear it. It's it's crazy.
2: Yeah, it's not great.
3: They're not great at. Uh,
2: their meet, their cues. Yeah, it's not great. Uh, here's a. I don't know. What this is.
4: Oh, what have I done, animal? What have I become?
2: Oh, you know she got a Razzie that year for this role. Yeah, so poor sad. girl. Yeah, it was a little sad, right? Like you don't want to. You don't want to just tell people to. Oh, did we lose Ibbet?
3: This Oh yeah, this he is, has score problems. He's he's popping off. This is this is it. also a movie that that garnered a bunch of Razzies, and so it's like you could be doing the best work of your career, but you're in the wrong place to you know to be considered good. Yeah,
2: yeah. She she hasn't done well. Let's see, she jumped out of acting at two in 2008 was the last role she had. Uh don't know what she's up to now, but um, she got out, so she's not. About- interested not interested but she she seemed um i don't know she, she's fine like I, I i don't know about i, I don't know I don't what her range was ready. like but she's
3: she's fine yeah i don't if she gets one they all get one nobody yeah, in this exactly. movie's is that great. that's my point like this is just i'm a, a movie that dragged a bunch of people down like hank azaria is Hank Azaria. Yeah. He's like, this is a guy who does the same thing in, in any live action film. He's in, yep. you know? Yep. And like, so the, he got a Razzie. If, if he got nominated for a Razzie for this one, it's just because the movie's bad, not because. he.
2: Right. You don't give it to Jean Renault cause he's always good. Never give him a Razzie. He never deserves one. Uh final or what? Oh, this is a weird sound that the girl made. So I'm going to play it. Here you go. <laughs>
3: <laughs> what? Isn't that weird? Did she, no, she, she she squeezed a bicycle horn.
2: No, she was uh she even said I forgot the lead up, but he said, What would you do if I told you this? And then it freaked her out and she went I made that sound. Yeah. <laughs> Which is pretty weird. Uh and then Oh, this is a good one. I hate when this happens. So technology problems. Movies always have them, right? Where they refer to the internet or computers or something, they get it all wrong. When she said this, I just about blew my stack here you go the
0: network is on an internet
2: their network, oh, is yeah, on the an, network
0: is on an internet
2: an internet now if she just said intranet i would have said oh well done good job that's that's the thing i get it you're tied into a, a you know a locally controlled uh wide area network but locally can you know somewhat locally controlled i get it that makes sense but no she says the network is on an internet you on an internet one of them dices.
3: one two or three Alright. uh this is I, really like this movie what is 98 it's probably it's probably being made and you know written and made in 96 and 97 the internet was kind of new to yeah. Most. yeah new it, uh yeah that's true like we're
2: four years into the world wide, the wide web. web and right 10 or 15 into news groups and all that crap and before that nobody knew anything so so yeah this is all this is all new, and this is the only time they did it. Like they just had that very brief scene, where they had to deal with whatever computer thing they had to deal with. But uh,
0: hey, at least it wasn't a Unix system.
2: Yeah, <laughs> another Jurassic Park reference. Right. Really? Um, I'm gonna. I was in, and then I was out, and then I was out again. Yep. Well, you're back, and that's the important thing. Hey, everybody! If it's back, I'm recording again, and that's fantastic. Yay. Where is the I heck is all the clips? <laughs> uh, most of them. I think I have one left. Oh no! I I, I played this one.
4: The network is on an internet.
2: Uh, that was just a dumb uh, thing for an anyone internet, to say. Yes. Yeah, it made me mad. Uh, but that was all that was. And now it's time for this. <laughs> it's time for the film sack checklist. Don't look up. That's a lizard taint. Check. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fish piles fix everything. Check. And finally, soda
1: can down the train is a bad idea. Check. Mm.
2: That was enough to wake up the lizard. How stupid!
1: Oh, right, right, yes. No, down the train. I was I thought you were saying down the train, but it totally was down the train. Down the train. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, this movie went down the train quickly.
2: <laughs> Star Trek connections. There are a number of them. Uh, Clyde Kasutsu as Japanese tanker skipper. He played a recurring role on TNG. Uh, I'm a
0: tanker skipper. Derek, Derek Webster
2: was the Utah captain. He was the captain of the ship, the Utah ship. Uh, played Lieutenant Sanders in Star Trek The Next Generation. Uh, Frank Welker did creature vol- vocals, which is pretty much his job all the time.
3: And he also okay. did
2: the same thing for Star Trek. Yes.
3: but God, There's two things in there I want to talk about. Mm. One, mm. Uh, nuclear submarines in the Hudson River. No. no probably uh, not. Two. not deep enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they should have been fast attack subs mm-hmm. and by the way i can't imagine them uh, a, a a u.s fast attack sub failing to kill anything like they they with one shot would turn a blue whale into some blubber floating in the ocean mm-hmm. there that's ridiculous yeah uh but two two um Can we talk about the ridiculous elephant and lion sounds that were coming from the creature?
2: (laughs) Yeah. Mixed in with like, uh, you could hear some of the old school, uh, Godzilla noises layered in there as well. And it came out just messy. It was just kind of a,
3: every time I heard an elephant or a lion, I was just like, Oh, Godzilla just opened up the, the, uh, central park.
2: Right. It's in his mouth. Maybe he's got, maybe he ate the zoo. <laughs> so he's got a lot of a bunch of zoo animals in there freaking out who knows uh there's a ton of others in here but they're all like bit parts my favorite is probably the tanker cook played by lloyd kino in tos the original series he played woo in the episode the omega glory
1: woo, woo. uh that's
2: that was also what he said when he got the part yeah <laughs> nah. uh there were really a ton of those um all right uh Soundtrack, great. I give it a NBFWIS, which is not bad for what it is.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, all- I totally disagree. This was this is one of the worst scores I've ever heard. I from- don't
2: know. It had it had its moments. It's just inappropriate and sometimes. But I think the overall, I don't know. I mean, you're probably right. But like, I kind of want to go hear it on its own and just see what I think, mm-hmm. just to see. You know, it
1: was absolutely on its own. Yeah. It was a very a good opportunity to have a Godzilla theme, like a you know, a piece of music you'd hear whenever he was on screen, dun 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 dun, or something like that. I guess that was the Incredible Hulk, <laughs> like the Hulk. Yeah, saying. that was the, <laughs> <laughs> the only one I could think of. But uh they did you a know, total missed opportunity. Da-da-da-da-da. It's been great. Yeah. yeah, there
2: you go. Da-da-da-da uh well all right then there's that now it's good pick
1: up on the incredible hulk as well brian Dunway. that was that was impressive this is pretty good let's get to the <laughs> twitter good.
2: post this is where in 100 sorry 280 characters or less you guys sum this up let's start with randy
3: godzilla you're gonna come in out of that rain with a fistful of pregnancy tests and you're gonna meet your ex-girlfriend and there's a guy with a camcorder capturing video of everything just like a saturday night at- yeah <laughs>
1: Knew that was coming. Where else would it go? That's right. Done away. As soon as he said, go with a camcorder. That's when I picked Oh, it's going to be in imitator. house. Yeah, it's always.
0: Imbots, it's Imitz's Godzilla. It's Gojira, you morons. <laughs> and none of these baby Zillas look like Godzuki. And that is a crime <laughs> against my childhood.
1: Godzuki. I forgot about God. The scrappy do of Godzilla. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. I mean,
2: even by then, the Japanese even have to admit they lost the thread, right? Like Yeah. <laughs> You guys are done with that guy. He was always smiling, by the way. Permanent grin on that little shit.
1: Yeah, yeah
0: I love it, Godzoki.
1: Okay. Come little, on. He, was, he fell out of the land before time. Like that's a leftover yes. land before time character. Oh my gosh,
2: yes. <laughs> that doesn't move very much.
0: Yeah. And it was actually have you ever seen the uh uh Manila? He's the son of Godzilla? <laughs> no. Manila? Yeah, no, nah, he looks like something come out of land of the lost. <laughs> <laughs> it's mini it's mini illa is actually how you say it but uh, manila is how it looks
2: right. mini illa i'm into it i want to know more all right uh that's it for that check this out no
1: no no, no. i didn't oh, know no, 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 the turn. music no, was no. for brian ebbett it's not going to be very good now oh. godzilla roland emmerich gives us a two-hour thesis that questions the existence of godzilla yeah. <laughs> that's pretty good what do you mean yeah. that's really good all right, now this. <laughs> I thought
2: I had everybody. Uh, I just handed this card. Uh, these are the alternate titles. Actually, three of them this week. It's crazy. Uh, it was almost called Gozira. They probably should have done that. Uh, <laughs> okay. The actual the next one was asexual healing. That was almost the name. Yeah. And uh, like finally, only a Scintilla of Godzilla, because <laughs> there's ah. not really much else in there. <laughs> uh, only uh, eleven milla of Godzilla. There you go. <laughs> There is a uh, chance for us to do a thing every week, which is read emails and play your calls, and we're going to do that this week. We start with Shay Edwards, who sent us an email and said, "Scott, Brian, Brian, and Randy, on the Nathan Fillion and Brendan Fraser comparison when it comes to Canadianness, I submit the following comparisons to see if we can pinpoint what it means: Chris Farley or John Goodman and John Candy, Christopher Lloyd and Jim Carrey, or maybe even Dana Carvey and Mike Myers." As no. a Canadian uh, maritimer myself, I think you might be on to something. Mm.
3: For, from all of that, yeah. give me Mike Myers. That's my final conclusion. Like I have to sum that all. And uh, I've said this on the show before, but uh, check out the book Canada by Mike Myers, and specifically the audio book. It is amazing, and he reads it for himself, and it's awesome. Oh, I would mm. actually
2: probably enjoy that.
3: Didn't even know that was a thing.
2: Did you guys know he had a book? I didn't know. I did not. That's news to me.
1: And uh, really quickly, speaking of Dana Carvey, that Master of Disguise is now streaming. I don't think it's right for FilmSec, but it is something we've talked about on on this show quite a bit. And uh, it's finally available. It's the movie that
2: ended basically his movie- Options (laughs) Options
1: <laughs> I mean, almost both began and ended his movie career, but yeah. he has had other things. But um, yeah.
2: other than the the success Wayne's he had, World. yeah, Wayne's World, yes. it. right, right, that's well, pretty much the it. Harvey show. Did you guys watch
0: that
1: back in the day? Yeah. Great. Yes, Doctor and Doctor's I watched movie, that too. documentary. Yeah. Right, the documentary that's is fantastic.
2: Yeah, I love that, that documentary. Too. I don't think the episodes are as good as everyone thinks. They no. they really cherry picked for that <laughs> for <laughs> that did, doc. Yeah. But it was fun to see Colbert and um, what's the other one? Stephen. Uh, uh, Michael and the Scott? other Stephen. No, come on. Michael Scott. Yeah, why Scott, can't they give uh, his name? Stephen, Steve, Steve
1: Carell. Carrell. Steve Carell. Steve Carell. Yeah. I, I was getting mean, hung so up sorry. on, uh, yep.
2: All right. Uh, we got a call. This is about Trope Alerts, and this came to us at 801-471-0462. Check it out.
0: I do have a question. Why is it, Scott, that every single time that I hear something <laughs> from a uh, uh, film sack, when they have a trope alert, you always have to look it up. What
2: is the deal? I mean, you guys spend all this time setting it up stuff like that. And it's just, oh, it's a trope alert. He's like, oh, hang on, hang on. I got this kind of. Why don't you just have that, like, ready
0: to go? Because you know it's going to happen. Why is that? I mean, do you have, like, a sound and it's like,
2: two stages back or something like that? What's going on? Thanks. I'd like to hear your answer.
0: Bye. You no, know, it's, it's almost a trope that Scott can't find a trope alert.
2: Yeah. No, I'll tell you what it is. It's simple. I have a bunch of stuff out in front in different windows and sometimes Randy will go, Oh, you know what? This is a trope. And I'll go, Oh shit, I got to scramble and I got to alt tab and like, Oh, there. It, okay. There's the app. Okay. Now I hit the thing. Like, it's just not, it's not like a perma button that's in front of all things that I can just hit. So that's my best answer. I don't
1: know. I, and I don't think it I,
2: should be. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I think it's way more fun. Having it like it is. Yeah. There you yeah.
3: go. So here's a trope. Okay. Um, did we have to did we have to tell uh Matthew Broderick oh uh there's a a sign of something really impressive here for you to see and he's standing and uh, going what what is it what's the what's oh, the sign right. what am i what am I seeing what am I looking for and the and we we have this huge crane shot pulling away pulling away that trope is no longer ever entertaining I am not at all impressed no. by that trope no, no we're no. done that you're standing no, in a really- giant footprint yeah it's the palm olive dish soap trope. Yeah, yeah. You're soaking <laughs> in you're soaking in it. Yeah. yeah.
2: You're standing in it. Oh my Ooh. gosh. You're standing in it. It's <laughs> <That's> even better. <laughs> you're standing in it. Um, yeah, they it's dumb. Also, you'd save a lot of money now because you could do just a, a drone. Just have a drone go up, you know? You don't have to pay for a crane. Right. So drones have drones have saved a lot of filmmakers, a lot but of but didn't you have money. to
1: step down into that footprint? Well he I think yes. he thought
2: it was a dig. Well, it's according
3: the to
0: as Godzilla was moving, the footprint may be heavier imprinted in the front the, as opposed to but the back. The
3: movie the movie acts like he had been blindfolded and been lowered <laughs> into <laughs> that spot, and then they pulled the mask off of him and were like, Well, what do you think? Yeah. yeah.
2: Are we to believe that they were having a relationship
3: later in the movie that they that he would look
2: at him and not want to kill him and that they were you know he trusted him or whatever? Am I reading that wrong? Was there supposed to be a bond between Matthew Broderick and our lizard?
3: Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was from, absolutely. From the love the love theme music the first time they see each other. Yeah. Like I I literally wrote down, oh shit, he's falling in love with the lizard. <laughs> yeah, but it's based on nothing. Like the there's nothing
2: about him that's any different than any other human in his way. I don't I don't understand no, why No,
3: and he's and he's not generally in love with reptiles. He zaps them out of the mud at the beginning of the
2: yeah, he's getting those uh, worms. What are those oh. called? They have a name. What's the genus of worms. worms? No, it's something else. They have a name, like the class of uh, species.
1: Annelids, I think. Annelids. I think you're Anilids, right. Annelids, something I like think that. Worms.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna
0: call them worms. Did y'all ever
2: eat a worm? You ever eaten an earthworm? Oh yeah. No, I, I did. Once. I've had
1: them in cookies. Ooh. I saw up. a
2: movie once about
0: how you to have eat had them in cookies
1: as well. Did I? Think. I? Wait, what did we have? Wait, did we eat that? I think a listener sent us cookies that had worms in them. Yeah. Was it worms? Yeah, we've oh, eaten worms? crickets, we've eaten, uh... Are they were those like grub things. And something. Yeah, those, and those we've had, were the actual, we like, had earthworms? Had, I think we had cookies that had earthworms in them. Oh my gosh, I don't remember those. Sent to us from Earthworm Jim, probably. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, I love that game. It's not as good as we think it was, by the way. It doesn't hold up. No,
1: I didn't think it was as good as we thought it was back then. <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: It was alright. It wasn't great. It was um, fine. All right. Uh fine. Alright, where the hell are we? I've lost all track of everything. Oh, there's your phone. <laughs> you can leave us that phone call or those voicemails. Real easy, everybody. 801 You can send us an email, rather, if you'd prefer, uh, like Shay did. And that address is filmsack at gmail.com. Our next film is actually not a film. It's a watch-along because a bunch of us are in Vegas next week. And because of that, we have to put up a little mini thing. And that mini thing this week will be our watching of the Twilight Zone season three episode. What is it? Dunaway? Oh, that would be season five. Oh, I think uh, three. Hold on a second. I think well, Wait, you're right, wait, right, 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 right.
0: A a it, <laughs> it moved. It's a good life. It is season three, as you said. Yeah. It is episode eight. Eight. On Netflix. Yeah. Three, eight. That's on Netflix. That doesn't necessarily mean that lines up with your collection or
2: something else. Right, right, right.
0: But oh, that's interesting. And we'll,
1: season four is not available on Netflix, but they have one, two, three, and five, but no season four. Ooh, You're right. that's like the 13th floor that of a building. Is, that's weird.
2: Yeah,
0: they it avoid it. They got yeah. superstitions. Do, 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 do. some
1: superstitions. <laughs> some licensing issue or something. That's yeah. bizarre.
2: Put on your tinfoil hat and let's discuss it. Right. Anyway, that'll be our thing next week. When we get back from that, we're back to movies and, uh, we'll see a, a few of you there, uh, in, in Vegas. Uh-huh. I know a bunch of fans for a uh, film sack will be there and get a yeah. chance to hang out. It'll be great. So, uh, uh yeah so that's the plan filmstack.com is our website you can leave us voicemails like i said 801-471-0462 you can follow us on twitter and you can uh, leave us reviews wherever you get your podcasts it helps us in lots and lots of ways and helps spread the word about this nearly 10 year old production uh that's gonna do it for us for i know (laughs) for me for brian for brian and for randy (laughs) (laughs) we'll see you next time this show is part of the Frog Pants network. Frog Pants network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com.
4: What have I done, animal?